Hey guys, welcome back to the Jay Spit Down Podcast. I am your host, Jay, and today we're going to be continuing our 2023 season in reviews edition here on the show. Today's team is going to be the Houston Texans. Um, you know, I, and I'm not going any specific order. I'm just going off well, you know, all 32 teams. So we're going to review their 2023 season, just to remind you guys, and just where I project them to be going into 2024 with some offseason uh, moves they might need to make or or whatnot. So yeah, we'll talk about the Houston Texans today. But before we get started on that, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button right there in the right corner of your screen. Just hit that subscribe button, you know, and, and uh, to get updated every time we post and you hear all the latest news and, you know, of course, these videos and whatnot. Uh, so just so you can stay up to date, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. You know, just we're, we're trying to get content out there. So, you know, you guys will have that if you uh, subscribe to the channel and follow us on all those platforms. But Let's get started. So, like I said, uh, very magical season here for the Texans. I mean, they were three and thirteen. Um, was it? I think it was three. No, um, yeah, three thirteen and one. I think last year. I want to say it was three thirteen and one uh, last year. Yeah, they went three thirteen and one. It's high one game. Um, and you know they picked top in the draft, had number two pick, and they chose C.J. Stroud uh, from Ohio State. You know, and it was either going to be uh, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, who they one of those two quarterbacks who they picked with their that with that overall pick in the draft, um, and they chose C.J. and it paid huge dividends for them. And he came in there and just lit it up. I mean, you know, offensive rookie of the year. Um, you know, like I mean, he, those numbers were like that. Like they were really good, and he had a great season. I mean, of course, he didn't play. All 17 games, but in the games he did play, uh, C.J. Stroud threw for 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns, and five interceptions. That's a rookie quarterback, guys. That is a rookie out there. I mean, he and there was one point in the season where people were talking about him being a possible MVP candidate. I mean, like that's how good C.J. Stroud was playing. Now, again, the downside to it was because the O line was not playing all that well. You know, they didn't. Yeah, if, if the offensive line had played a little bit better, then. You know, maybe they would could have won another game or two. But I mean, other than and of course, there's other you know things as well. I mean, you have your first year head coach, D'Amico Ryan, who did a fantastic job leading this team to the divisional round of the playoffs, where they would lose to um, the Baltimore Ravens, but they thumped the Browns in the wild card. Um, I mean, thumped them, and they. I mean, so it, it was just fun to watch the Texans this year. You know, I love C.J. Stroud. Like, I mean, you guys have heard me mention on this show a bunch of times. Like, C.J. Stroud is one of my favorite players in the NFL just because of how he carries himself. He's a very mature and and dedicated young man, and he's you know he he puts God first in everything that he does. And I and I just I mean I tremendously respect that about him. He's very humble, and he's he's always got that work hard mentality. And that's the type of guy you want leading your football team. That's a guy I can relate to. Like C.J. Stroud is one of those guys you want as your quarterback. He goes out there, he handles his business. Um, he's going to go out there and play his hardest and the best for his teammates and his team and, and the coaches. And he knows that he can always be better, you know, and you, oh, you want a guy like that to be your leader, to be your franchise player. And that's what the Texans got in CJ. And, uh, you know, you go and listen to interviews that he does and he talks about how, and, and some of the things he's been through as a kid, you know, he's got an interesting story. So if you guys haven't, um, if you guys haven't, uh, read it, you know, or checked it out, I would definitely recommend you do that. I actually made a video about this a few months back during the season on CJ Stroud, so you can check it out. And I kind of explained it there in that video, but man, uh, just a tremendous player, you know, and offensively they got some good pieces. Tank Dell, before he got hurt, rookie receiver out of the University of Houston, 47 receptions, 709 yards, 7 touchdowns. 
Uh, longest play here, six, 68 yard reception. I mean, he can fly. The dude's got speed. He can fly. And that's exactly what you want in that type of Bobby Sloick, um, you know, Kyle Shanahan esque offense that you want. Uh, you need guys that can fly down the field. You need guys that can fly. Good at run after the catch. Like, and they got that in um, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, who's your bigger receiver, more physical, but he's got some speed too. He finished with 80 receptions, um, 1,297 yards, eight touchdowns on the year. Um, great year for him too. Dalton Schultz came came in big in some games. I mean, especially in the playoffs. So I really like how the Houston Texans have built their team. Um, how they how they've continued to grow it and build it. Like I mean, just great players they brought in. Devin Singletary, another name to mention. He had a good season coming over from Buffalo. Um, I mentioned Dalton Schultz defensively. Jonathan Grenard, thirteen or sorry, twelve and a half sacks this year. Um, you know, big year for him and as one of their one of the um, team's best edge rusher, so I expect him to continue to get better each and every year. And uh, Overall, man, I think the Texans have a bright future. Um, I just think now what they need to do is maybe address the offensive line a little bit. You know, that's probably where their big emphasis should be at, just making sure you get some solid play in that interior, the offensive line, so C.J. Straw has time to – because you see what he did with the offensive line he had this year. Now, give him, like, a really good old line, you know, and, I mean, you know, who's to say? He's going into his second year. And this in his rookie year, he threw for four thousand yards, twenty three touchdowns. I mean, that's that's not normal for rookie quarterbacks to do. And he came in there and did that. He he didn't seem phased. He wasn't well, seem scared. You know, he's just a guy that he's like, hey, you know what? This is the moment. This is the big game. I need. I'm gonna go out here and play my game and do what I have to do to get this team to be in a chance to win. Um, and and that's again, like I said, that's tough. Those are the type of guys you want on your team. You know, um, when you're a coach and you're looking at, you know, your coach, your general manager, your owner, like you you want to get guys in your building that are, are going to go out there and, and set an example for the rest of the team and, you know, set the tone, lead by example, lead by words, lead by example, whatever, you know. But more importantly, um, you know, you know, that they're going to go out there and do their job and they're going to do what's asked them, what's expected of them. And. Uh, the Texans seem like they have a lot of guys in that building. It's starting with their head coach and D'Amico Ryans, who just was phenomenal this year, um, you know, and coming over from San Francisco, being a defense coordinator there, was one of the hottest coaching uh, candidates on the market going into the last offseason. And he came to Houston. Liked what he liked, liked what the team had there. And, you know, uh, I expect big things for them in the future. So uh, I think Houston Texans are going to be a force to reckon with uh, in AFC. Uh, I mean, this is a team, and I was talking about this on the uh, – episodes ago but you know teams like um you know teams in the afc you know they like the afc is is, is we already know it's really good across the board and now and you can even talk about the chargers in that now that they've gotten jim harbaugh on there and they've changed some things around and, and so it's it, but i'll do a video on them later but i'm just saying for right now they you know um AFC is getting better and better by the year is the point. You know, you got these teams that are coming up now. And so, like, the Texans being one of the Jags, you know, they they, they can be, right? You know, uh, so they're getting there too. Like, so you got these teams coming up. And and, and now, you know, uh, so the top dogs right now, um, now I know the Chiefs are still the, the kings of the AFC, you know. But I, I believe that, in you know, in some due time, they could, there could be some challengers to the throne, you know, to all of the, the, the AFC powerhouses, the Bengals, the Chiefs. Uh, what have you? Like, I think there could be some some challenge to the Ravens. You know, I, I think there could be some challengers coming up in the form of the Texans, the Jaguars, uh, even the Chargers in the future. You know, um, like these the young teams coming up are going to be pretty good. 
And, you know, so I'm really excited to see what the future holds down there in, in H-Town uh, for the Texans. You know, so it's going to be interesting. I think, it's, like I said, this offseason, they get the draft. Um, you know, they need to address offensive line defensively, maybe get you, uh, you know, um, yeah, I say, yeah, get you a defensive tackle or, or so. You know, get your defensive tackle, a lot of good prospects here. And I'll do a mock draft this week, too, um, mock draft episode this week. But for the, for, for the right now, like I said, I think that those are some of the main um, spots they need to address uh, on here in the offseason. You know, and with the cap space increase with all the teams now, lot, lot, all the teams have a little bit more money to, to, to move with. So that should be interesting. Um, but, yeah, combine also starts this week in Indianapolis. So in other news, you got the, uh, the scouting combine, you know, as it starts this week up there at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. So that will be on it'll start on Thursday. Uh, you're going to have guys who are going to be working out and stuff. A um, few players who won't be attending. Marvin Harrison Jr. does not plan to work out. And um, Jane Daniels of uh, LSU does not plan to work out. Caleb Williams does not plan to work out the combine either. So, um, you know, don't expect to see those guys out there. But they are they should be still there doing interviews in Indy, just not participating in the combine from what I have been told. So, that that's kind of um, really just going to wrap up that part of the episode, guys. But, um, yeah, like I, said, I think – I honestly think that the Texans are going to be – a really good football team. I said this last, I picked this last offseason around this time. I said, Texas are going to be a playoff team this year. I said, they're going to be a playoff team this year. Like some people were saying, oh, they'll probably get like a few more wins, but I don't see playoff. No, they got 10 wins and they made it into the wild card, beat the Cleveland Browns, who were expected to be a good deep, you know, supposedly top defense and stuff and blah, 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 blah. They went in there and they, uh, they beat them at home pretty handily. And then they went to Baltimore, of course, Baltimore a little bit uh, too much for them. But just given what the team was and having a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach, like, I mean, you know, that's, yeah, you say it's, it's not excuses, but it's just like they, that's that's hard to do. And they still went there and won a playoff game, you know, which teams, which nobody was expecting them to go and do. And they went in there and did it anyway. So, you know, I, I only see, it can only go up from here. Like, they, they can only get better from this point on. So, I'm excited to see what C.J. Stroud is going to do, what Tank Dell is going to do in those guys offensively for the Texans and defensively. Um, Derek Stingley and, um, you know, Henry Toto, uh, Alabama guy, you know, uh, roll tie, you know. So, um, but, yeah, uh, I think, you know, like I said, this is going to be – they're going to be a team to watch out for over the next decade. Uh, at least. So uh, you guys keep an eye on that. And you remember, you heard it here first. Okay. You heard it right here first. Uh, so that should wrap us up for today's episode of Jay's Fit Down. Again, season reviews, We're talking about the Houston Texans here. Um, so make sure you guys tune in for our next episode and, and go ahead and subscribe. Hit that button right there in the right corner of your screen. If you haven't done it, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now. Uh, check us out on all audio platforms as well as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're on there. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, IG, Twitter, TikTok. Y'all know the deal. We'll see you next time on Jay Sit Down. I'm your host, Jaden. Thank you for watching.